All right. Good morning, everybody. Great show for you today. Um, really excited. On the phone from Hollywood, California, we've got Katarina Van Durham. Good morning, Katarina. Good morning. How, Good morning. How are you? I'm excellent. The weather's been really funky this whole year, and I wish I could say hello from sunny California, but it's kind of gloomy here right now. But good morning, anyhow. Oh, good morning. Well, that's kind of a bummer because every anytime you're on the phone with somebody from California, you're thinking that they're in this fabulous California weather and sitting on their patio having mimosas and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Nobody thinks we get flooded here and stuff like that, or get fires so yeah. yeah that's the reality <laughs> i know i know well we're so excited that you're on the phone with us i know you just got back was it cans that where you just yes. were yeah can film festival and you know it was kind of sad to see the movie industry changing so much because they this year there were only two american hollywood movies and that's it very few celebrities it felt very empty basically this is my third year there and you can see the industry is changing a lot you know so it was kind of a bummer a little bit yeah that's um that's really interesting because how many american films used to attend and be a part of the Cannes film festival there were lots a lot i mean hollywood is a huge part of Cannes film festival but you know netflix got rejected because france doesn't want to support you know the analog tv so i think they made a huge impact on what was happening, but they literally flew in like influencers and anybody just to be on the red carpet from America because there were just no celebrities. I mean, when I say no, I don't mean literally, but just very, very few compared to other years. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like, I mean, that was always a big, you know, fashion um, statement. Every They were so many photos, so much media from the American um, actors and actresses that were there. And it was this big red carpet event and lots of fun. And, you know, I started wondering when I, when I heard that you were in Cannes, you know, the thing is, is that you didn't really see, there's not a lot of publicity over here for it anymore. And I guess that's why. I think that's why, you know. Um, It's just, you know, we have to, I guess, accept the change. And everything's changing. Nothing is, you know, steady. Everything is in a constant motion, I guess, in life. So this is where we are now. Hopefully we'll get better somehow. Yeah, I hope so, too. So, well, you know, um, I'm so excited you had a safe trip and a wonderful trip. I know it was productive for you, but what's really exciting, you know, when I was looking over your bio, I was exhausted just reading it. <laughs> I mean, you are you are Sorry. an international model. You're an actress. You are a former celebrity makeup artist. You are a founder and CEO of Viva Glam Magazine, which you also are the editor. Um, and you're a beauty influencer. I mean, you just keep going and going and going. Um, you know, what, what's great about that is that you're, you're very involved in all kind of things and you're really um, using your celebrity to make a difference, I think, in this world with a couple of things that we're going to talk about in just a minute. But you know what a lot of people might know you for is you are the longest serving poly girl. Sam Poly Girl, yes, and yes. I've been to Houston with my campaign a couple of times and um, other areas of Texas, and I had a I had a blast, and yes, uh, I was the only one who got re-elected. Wow! Uh, because they had a casting for the second year, and you know they just I guess couldn't find anyone, so they asked me to come back. Wow! And the first year I. 
um, basically won a contest that was on MaximMagazine.com, and they got four four candidates, and I was one of them, and I guess I got the most votes. So thank you, America, and thank you, everyone who voted, because actually from the savings, from from the Sam Poly Girl campaign, I was able to start my business, my first business, the Viva Glam magazine, uh, and I used that money to, to start from a garage, literally. So, you know, people don't realize how much these votes even can change someone's life, and, um, you, you know, and, and I'm just very grateful for it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great story. And, you know, people don't realize that a lot of these contests and the things that these young women do, these actually help them to start their own businesses later in life or or pursue different goals and dreams that they may not have had the opportunity to pursue. And this is a great example because your Viva Glam magazine is is really doing well. Um, And it's uh, it's really covering, you, you talk about a lot of alternative beauty and stuff like that compared to traditional beauty tips and things like that yeah you know when uh, when i grew up in europe i always somehow was scared of ending up sick and because uh, i grew up in a place with um, endocrinology treatments and for diabetes and hormonal issues i've often seen women who are sick and overweight and 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 have lots of health issues and me as a kid i was always afraid to to end up like that and I just decided to look into you know healthier eating when I was 18 and you know I grew up on meat and potatoes you know just like many people in America it's like diet is very similar lots of flour lots of meat potatoes and I just tried to figure out early on what is it that causes people to be sick and somehow I tied always food to diabetes and my mom ended up having diabetes and and I really, you know, wanted to be healthy and, and fit and, and feel good, like just feel good. And I'm just very happy that now in my 40s, I'm able to say I'm 100% healthy. And, you know, it is because I've been, you know, eating very plant-based diet for, for over 20 years now. Wow. And, you know, I think that made a huge, huge difference in my, you know, body development, I guess I, I could say. Yeah, and it's amazing because, you know, taking care of yourself has been really your life's work. Um, You've been on the cover of over 60 magazines worldwide, and three continents voted you one of the 100 sexiest women in the world. Um, You know, this isn't something... (laughs) Yes, it's like huge. And I looked at you and I went, well, of course she was. Look at her. (laughs) You're fabulous. But Kelly, this is the thing, right? Like, who cares? Really? Like, I mean, it's nice and it's a nice compliment. It's a very subjective anyway. Like, there's no such thing as, oh, she's the hottest and yes, everybody is going to agree. (laughs) It's just, it's just fun. It helps you when you're a model to talk about something, promote something. But, you know, the world has so much more to offer. And that's why I've always been involved in like trying to help people and do charities and, and develop products that actually help women and that's why I ended up being a makeup artist because I had that you know skill set that people really liked that made women feel beautiful and I and that's where I went from my modeling and it was way more rewarding for me to do makeup and make women feel beautiful instead of just, hey, here I am, there's a hot photo of me, check me out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm not taking it for granted. I'm not taking it for granted. But, you know, 
Yeah, in in Katarina, I I think it's so. I loved um, what I loved about you is that you have taken your um, celebrity, your beauty, and what you've accomplished with that, and you have moved it and channeled it into some different things to really start helping um, some charities, not only for animals, but for children. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, the thing is um, about you that you started um, your own makeup beauty line. Um, and I think it was really interesting. How long ago did you start this? I've always, um, well, I shouldn't say I've always. I think just at some point when I was already in Hollywood in my early 30s, you know, I just knew I, I want to be in beauty uh, because I've always been a beauty junkie and I've loved makeup and I always got so many compliments for it. And and oftentimes models would ask me to fix their makeup on the set because they got their makeup done by makeup artists and, you know, for the most part, I came already ready or, or, or I would just request the production to let me do my own makeup because I felt like I do it better on my face than anyone else would do it on me. And then, you know, I ended up fixing everyone's makeup. So many of these models would start hiring me and asking me, hey, can I request you for a job? You know, wanna when I have my makeup done by you and I transitioned into it, and when I was doing makeup, I learned so much about what works for women, what doesn't, what beauty products are good, what aren't you lots of times learn from your clients, um, and I just compiled this like, amount of information where I'm like, you know what, I want to have my own makeup line because I feel like I understand makeup, I know what works, I know what colors work, I know what consistency does to different types of skin tones and faces. And I just felt like if I can put my vision into product that makes women feel beautiful um, on that scale, I mean, you know, it's, 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 I'm happy. I'm very happy because there's nothing more rewarding when a guy comes to you actually and says, oh, you know what, thank you so much for doing my wife's makeup i never liked her wearing makeup but when you did it man we had fun till nine in the morning you know and i got and i got stories like that from especially men because you know men don't usually like makeup or they don't like to like makeup yeah so when you start getting compliments from husbands of wives i did makeup on then you know you're onto something yeah and you know that changed a lot I completely agree with you and we're going to talk a little bit about this more um, after the break but you know a lot of people and it's most people do not know that there is so much animal testing going on and the cosmetic industry is the biggest chunk of where that animal testing is happening and um, you know it's it's kind of shocking but you have actually gone the opposite way and you have your own line of cruelty free um makeup and this is this is all you do all of your stuff is cruelty free which i loved thank you yeah um and we're going to talk about you actually have a lash line and we're going to highlight today your um line of lipsticks and they're liquid lipsticks which is fabulous and um we are going to talk about how you got started in that and why these lipsticks are really um, the wave of the future and, and why these have become so popular in such a short amount of time. So if you 
Ever wondered why cruelty-free makeup makes a difference? You're going to find out just how much right after this. All right, Katarina, we're back. Um, we hey. are on the phone live from Hollywood, California. Katarina Van Durham, um, you know, international model, actress, um, founder of Viva Glam magazine, beauty influencer, and she's literally making a difference in the world. Her line of cosmetics are all cruelty-free. Um, and if a lot of people do not know exactly what cruelty-free is, I actually had some people ask me um, to ask you, explain what is cruelty-free? Cruelty-free, you could easily say it's not tested on animals and uh, also cruelty free could mean to some people you know these are still new terms that people trying to redefine but could mean no animal byproducts were used in in the making Uh, but for the most part that means uh, the product or the ingredients of the product are not tested on animals because many people don't realize the horrific uh, side of the beauty industry which is the animal testing is how the industry goes about testing how you know i mean when people look up i mean those are the videos you always kind of bypass on your social media you don't want to watch you you just turn away because they're so horrible how they uh, cripple monkeys over the years and just inject different chemicals into their eyes and they cut their roads just so they can scream while they're doing this for years and they're really tortured literally tortured in horrific ways just to see if this you know product is going to create any irritation or not on the skin and i mean it's just brutal 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 and you know once you're exposed to the truth of it uh, you do you know if you love animals if you love your dog or cat or or anything like you really start looking at animals as as beings who feel, you know, any anybody or anything that has a heart and has a heartbeat feels and feels love, feels pain. And you really have to look deeper into what you're using because I think we are all energy and you are what you eat, you are what you wear. And, you know, you could say there's a certain karma that goes with everything. And I don't want to use product and I don't want people to use product that have this pain and suffering within them and because you are what you wear and that the energy translates uh, and goes through you so you know I don't want to go too deep on some scientific level here or quantum physics or anything like that but but I do believe that everything is energy and what what we throw out there is that which that's what we get back it's life is like a boomerang you just what you throw out there is what you get back. So if you support, you know, uh, animals being tortured, you know, it, it is going to sh- show somehow through karma in your life. And you might not realize it because usually it comes from different angles and, and you don't know that has anything to do with that. But this is why I prefer to eat plant-based diet that's filled with sunlight and chlorophyll and good positive energy uh, because we are what, what we eat. And I don't like to use uh, products that are tested on animals, and I definitely don't want to make any that would be tested on animals. Uh, another side, if I can just mention quickly, absolutely, which is that is if you work with countries like China, even though they label products, hey, this is not tested on animals, China lies. And I know people who've been in, in these factories, and they saw 
a pile of not tested on animals and a pile of cosmetics that are regular, which means tested on animals. And when you ask the person who worked there, what's the difference? They said none. None. It's mm. just a label. So you have to be careful who you can trust because Chinese mentality, and this is no offense to obviously Chinese people or anything, I'm talking about uh, companies in China manufacturing products. Uh, laws are not in a place to protect us or the animals yet. They're there to make money and, and that's it. So, you know, I prefer to use uh, products that are made in the United States or Europe or, you know, like somewhere in Italy, France, because the laws are in the place since 2014 in European Union. Uh, products cannot be tested and you can trust those people way, way more than obviously somewhere in in Asia or, you know, even Korea. I mean, it's just laws are horrible there. Yeah. So, well, and, and, and Katarina, what's um, what's really interesting to me is when I was looking at, um, you know, some a little bit about animal testing with cosmetics, a lot of people don't know, and I did not know this, is that um, animal testing a lot of times is done to see if something is hypoallergenic. And so, yeah. how? I mean, the the weird thing is, is that I would have you kind of assume in your head that the hypoallergenic um, makeup is not tested on animals, but I guess because they're testing it so they can see how it affects humans, and that if they'll yeah, have allergies or not. Yes, and tests are wrong because. Nobody can tell me, and this is just a common sense, right? You don't have to read this anywhere, just, it's just common sense. Like, you take a monkey and you try to test some product on it, whether it's allergic or not, I, there's no way the monkey is going to have the same reaction like humans. I am exposed in Los Angeles to all this pollution. My body is, you know, already pretty toxic from inhaling all the pollution and more sensitive to allergies than monkey that's somewhere in the lab that's sterile and it's clean and, and all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's so many, uh, you know, uh, things to look into when you're testing and there's no way a monkey is going to have the same reaction than than human because human people are everywhere around the world so they're not accurate on top of it yeah it doesn't work no and the interesting thing is is that the um a lot the animal pro one of the animal products that's in a lot of makeup is lanolin and it clogs your skin and so a lot of people yeah. who uh, you know when teenage girls start wearing makeup at 12 13 14 whatever it is they're already putting things on your skin that could cause acne and cause skin damage and skin problems without even realizing it and they're already starting yeah. to use this on their face. Well, Katarina, um, what the great thing about this is that you actually teamed up with global cosmetic brand LA Splash Cosmetics. And you started your four-color four liquid lipstick collection. Tell us a little bit about this because it is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. You know, that was so much fun for me to create because I am seriously, like, obsessed with anything Victorian and Baroque and Romance and uh, feminine and just, just like, I live in this kind of a fairy tale world a little bit uh, because I grew up in Europe and I was uh, surrounded by lots of the architecture that's from 18th century, 16th century and all that stuff. So it's, uh, Europe has a big influence on my vision. And I wanted to create a product that 
also visually pleasing, not just a good quality product that you put on, because I feel that's kind of pretty easy these days. Like there's there's many great formulas. You know, I created my shade. I selected the formula I wanted. I, I made it more smooth, so it's more velvety uh, when you apply it. I did not want waterproof makeup because that's more toxic and, and you know something that stays on your lips for 24 hours. I don't think it's good. So something that that's somewhere in between that stays on, it's long-lasting, but it's not glued to your skin and, and it's clogging it. And And the colors were really fun. Now, the packaging, you know, again, like, because I believe everything is energy, I feel like even packaging is important because when you have it sitting on your vanity and you wake up and you start your day and you start to beautify yourself, what you see in front of you, it's going to set your mood for the day. And and if you look at the box, it's a keepsake box. I didn't want to create a, a packaging that's going to be trash. Uh, this is a piece where when you remove the center a foam piece that holds for lipstick, when you re- remove it, you have a quote on the bottom and basically the whole box turns into a treasure box or jewelry box or box for passports or whatever it is that you want to keep in it or makeup, obviously. And I design everything from the box, from the paper, because my background is a little bit in graphic design as well. So I designed the floral pattern. I literally had to to show the manufacturer how I sew the lace with the brooch on top of the box because they couldn't figure it out so i had to get on skype and show them you know how i actually ruched the lace on top and we added some foil uh printing with my signature and and i just wanted to create something that's visually also very pleasing so when you open it you have a real mirror in there not one of those foils that's too wobbly and you can't see your true face because it's like you know oh (laughs) <laughs> like, it, I look weird. So it's it's a it's a good quality, very solid product with beautiful four colors that I mixed, and you know they basically cover your looks from the everyday look where if you go to a meeting or you need to see a lawyer or you just need to run around, you have your most neutral nude shade which still has lots of pigment so you're not washed out your lips are not too pale they still have a nice color in it then you have the 90s girl which is dusty rose shade pink which is not barbie pink it's not any any like too young women pink i would say yeah it's a beautiful pink that works for you know any age group works for any skin tone and then you have the katarina shade which is uh inspired by my exotic travels it's a mix of peach and pink and that's perfect for the upcoming summer when you have a little tan and you have your bronzy cheeks and it's just a beautiful color that pops and then i have the kind of fuchsia looking shade which has lots of blue in the undertone and i love love this color and it seems to be everyone's favorite so far because i like to use it instead of the red red is considered the classic color and you know you have your black cocktail dress you wear your red lipstick you're fine but i feel that can be a little bit aging sometimes yes i think it can make you look too boring or outdated um because it doesn't you have to have the right um, uh, the right shade of red to really work but it can be boring anyhow oh, so the fuchsia color that i call glamorella it makes your lips pop and it, it gives you that youthful, vibrant look because the blue makes the whole 
basically color more more like vibrant. Oh yeah. So when you put it, yeah, when you put it on, it's just beautiful, and that's a perfect replacement for red. Yeah, and Katarina, what I love the the colors are fabulous, <clears throat> and I would love for you to tell our listeners where can they order your um, cruelty free four color liquid lipstick collection. They can either go to glamourgarden.com or they can go to lasplashcosmetics.com in the lip section um, or shop.vivaglammagazine.com. But our main website is glamourgarden.com because that's the line of cosmetics that I'm going to continue to develop and add more products as I go. Um, and glamourgarden.com is where they can purchase it also with Catlash. Okay, wonderful. Katarina, thank you so much for being here with us today. This has been absolutely wonderful. No, I yes, I, I, I know. Go. Well, you're going to have to come back in the studio personally one day when you get into the Houston I will, area. I, will. I promise. I love Houston. Yeah, for sure. Good. Well, thank you so much. This has been really, really wonderful. And we're really excited for you. And I'm really proud of what you're doing um, to, to change things in the cosmetic industry. And uh, we're very excited for your success in all of this. Thank you, Kelly. It was my pleasure. And, and thank you for having me and thank you everyone who was listening thank you katarina have a great day thank you you too bye okay bye okay coming up massages make you feel good but a trip to brooks boutique will make you feel even better all right Come on, Cecile. Hey, girl. All right. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> All right. We are in the studio live from the ACU of Texas with Cecile Reynolds from the fabulous Brooks Boutique. Good morning. Good morning. You look gorgeous as usual. Thank you. It's a little yeah. early. We're out of school, but. <laughs> hey, you just told me that your daughter is already out. Yes, we're out. We were out Friday. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's. You're, you're like on summer mode. Well, oh, girl, we had kids over yesterday that it was supposed to be 12 to 5. Uh-huh. No, they didn't leave until like 9.30 last uh, night. No, of course they didn't. You know, summer mode time is totally different than any yes. other. Because <laughs> you're thinking nobody has to do anything in the morning. Nine means 12 exactly. or 1. Exactly. It was the early morning. <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> We're glad because you already got your mimosa. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, I'm so excited to have you back in the studio because... Last time you were on, we got to touch on Brooks Boutique, yes. which is yours, and it was named after your daughter. Yes, my daughter. And, uh, and you're used to me calling you yes. Brooke. Everybody does. I still answer. <laughs> you know, and I thought, Dad, Gummit Kelly, I knew I was going to do that at least once because I have fried brain this morning. But um, yeah, you know, Cecile, you actually, I want to touch a little bit about what yep. you did before you started your own boutique. It's like a lifetime ago, honestly. How crazy is that? What What did you do? So I was a NICU nurse with the itty bitty babies. Wow. A long time ago. Those babies are probably grandmas now. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it was like um, little babies and then I went into management um, wow. in healthcare. So it's completely, you know, the same like I do now. No, it's yeah. so different. And, and I, I told you, I said, weren't you a speech pathologist? <laughs> and you're thinking, well, kind of, I guess I exactly. was. <laughs> I talked to babies and they didn't talk back, so I had to help them. <laughs> exactly. You're going, uh, no, yeah, pay attention, Kelly. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, you know, um, being a Nick nurse, it's a yeah. Nick. Nick you. Nick you. Mm-hmm. Neonatal. That's. Mm-hmm. That is, um, that's a that's an incredible experience. Yeah. It has to be. It is. It was. Um, how long did you do that? I did it at the bedside for like almost five years before I went into the management role. So it was a while. Well, oh my gosh. And then how, how long were you in management? Like 10 years. 
What? I know. I tell you, it's like a lifetime. And we've been doing for this for seven. So I don't know how that happens when I'm only 25. But I'm going, you look <laughs> like you're 15. So this isn't, <laughs> are you making stuff up? <laughs> People at Nikki were probably going, can someone get me a real nurse? Well, because honestly, this girl is like 13. But I mean, I did it when I was 21. And at 21, you're like, don't really know what you're doing. <laughs> and with the babies, I did though. Don't be against But in life, you're like, let me go. Am I off tomorrow night? Yeah. <laughs> I need to go drinking. Exactly. Can somebody take my shift? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That so funny. Oh my gosh! And that's that's really amazing. And I, and I think, um, you know, when when people have um, career changes that are kind of drastic, drastic <laughs> like yours. How do you think that being a, a NICU nurse helped you with running your own boutique? I mean, honestly, you deal with so many people at, and, and, and most settings, but in a hospital, you're dealing not really with the babies because they obviously are tiny, but with the parents who are very concerned with physicians, with other staff members. So you just learn really how to handle a lot of situations and where people are coming from. So it's not really a lot different. It, to me, it really just comes about how do you treat people and do you treat them genuine? Do they leave you feeling like they had a better experience? So, you know, and then when you go into the management role, it's about is everyone happy? Is your staff happy? Is your patients happy? So it's kind of the same. Is my staff happy? Are my customers happy? Have I done the best I can for them? So it really does translate. Yeah, and I, you probably deal with some crybabies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> That's client confidentiality exactly. right there. <laughs> I'm really not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> Do I need an attorney on the show? <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I think, and I know you agree with me, um, even though you're still 25, <laughs> but you've experienced a lot. The, when people have different careers during their life, no matter if it's within five years, 10 years, 50 years, whatever it is, they learn so much. And so when you're blessed to be able to have several opportunities to do completely different things in your life, mm -hmm. I think you, you completely use um, all of your experience in those Absolutely. businesses. Absolutely. It's just, you know, and it's just wonderful. I mean, it's natural. I mean, you think, what have I grown? You know, even on the business side, I mean, when you're a nurse, you've never run a business, you know? So, you know, we joke right now because we, when you work in a corporate setting, you're like, oh my God, let me call maintenance. Let me call, you know, the track, whatever. And I'm like, they call it. I'm like, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's the trash? Exactly. <laughs> and it's so yeah. true. But, yeah. but I love it. I wouldn't change it really for yeah anything else I had to do something different when I started Brooks Boutique I, my kids were so little I mean they were like three and five and I had what? to yeah and I had to do something that had a little bit more control of my schedule of my time where I put my energy so it, it was a blessing truly. yeah yeah that's incredible and um okay well, so what do you think um being a business owner what was one of the biggest things that you learned and that you are implementing that you learned as being a nurse? You know, interestingly enough, I think, and probably because I did it longer, the management side, you know, ladies always ask me like, oh, why did you, what do you love about your business? And a lot of times people will say, obviously to make money, but honest to God, that's not what it is for me. I've learned over time what the definition of success means. And once you define that for yourself, it really changes how you either work every day, manage every day. And I realized the real reason I do it, of course, we want my customers to be happy and we have to make a profit to stay open. But I've learned that I really do it for the staff, the young ladies that work with us through the years, the ladies that work with, with us through the years that 
they've come to me for a reason, for me to help them get past a moment in their time, uh, uh, to teach them how to work a first job, whatever their next step is. That's what I ask, always ask them. What do you want to do after you leave me so I can help get you there? And truly, that's made it a more meaningful um, time in my life right now for what we do. But of course, we're doing shopping too, so it's fun. But I've just learned that when I really thought about what it is I want to do, it makes me worry less about how much did we make today? How much did we make that month? Because that's really not what it's all about for me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and when you got into the resale business, um, what was the decision that made you want to do the resale consignment business because it's you know it's a it's a different path yep. than just having a retail right. boutique right. which you could have done what was it about resale that made you want to do that I don't you know honestly I always say I don't know when I decided to leave healthcare I literally didn't do anything for like four months and just you know stayed at home and thought about what I was going to do and honestly I thought I knew I was going to do my own business because I knew I couldn't just stay home with my kids I'd go crazy <laughs> yeah. but I thought I'd do healthcare because that's everything I did so when I decided to do resale and consignment I swear everyone thought my in my family I was going crazy because you know you go to school for all this time and you're like you're gonna do what but <laughs> it's been a blessing truly like I was able to make so many friends right now and help so many people and have fun but resale shopping I don't know if I have an answer except that I just started looking at opportunities differently and thought hmm I could do that hmm I could do that better hmm I like to shop yeah <laughs> <laughs> and truly that's that's what it was and it started slow and honestly I probably thought oh it's not my stuff I don't have to buy inventory <laughs> but not realizing what it really takes and how much money it takes to open a business <laughs> oh yeah it's it's a lot and it's a yeah. it's a commitment yeah oh you know yes. to make sure you do something right yes it's, you know it, you know it's more work than when you work for someone else but it's your work so it really is probably cliche to say but it doesn't feel like work you know you feel like you love it you're doing it at midnight whatever you have to do but it doesn't feel like it's work. Yeah, that's so nice. Well, when you, you know, when I want some new clothes and, and if somebody does not have a big budget to go shopping, um, does Brooks Boutique offer all kind of price ranges or are you just a specific price range? No, everything. Because truly, we've been blessed that, you know, when I, I, I really run this business like I'm the shopper in terms of how would I like it. So if I'm going to walk into a consignment boutique, I want it still to look nice, look like a real boutique, but I want it to be great brands, but I don't want to pay those prices. I mean, that's the whole point point of it. So you'd be surprised. Most of our clothing um, that are great brands like in the mall, but you don't want to pay those like J. Crew is a great brand, but they're pretty expensive for like a shirt or jeans. Same thing. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, no. I mean, that's, you could go into a store and buy jeans that are just the mall brand jeans, nothing premium. And it's like $80, $90. So, you know, anything, most of our clothing truly is less than $20. So it's, wow. yeah, so for things that you're going to pay 60, 50, 80 dollars brand new in the mall, you can get it for less than 20 many times and then we'll run sales and then the handbags we're talking that's what we really sell, but I mean like what we are really fun for. And those are going to be way below retail. Oh, well and the, you know the thing that I think about resale and uh, consignment is that you're borrowing, you're you're going into your friend's closet yeah. and you're borrowing something, but they're letting you they're selling it to you. Yeah, well you know I mean it's, it's really true. like that. I mean you know how many ladies come in and they're like they they find us even though we've been there seven years but that's just how it goes and they're like oh my god I love your stuff and you know how much stuff I just gave to my girlfriends I said your girlfriends probably sold it here oh yeah <laughs> ma'am you can probably look on right exactly. <laughs> I was like, I think I saw your girlfriend yesterday <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's so true. I mean, and then they're hooked. Once they do it once, they're hooked. Oh, I'm telling you. And I remember when resale, I think I was, um, well, it was, I, I'm not saying an age because I don't remember that. You're 25 too. <laughs> I'm 26. Okay, I'll admit it. <laughs> well, I remember when um, resale, and it was called vintage. Yeah. You know, was starting to be kind of really hip and coming out. And they started kind of just little places opening up, yep. like in Montrose yeah. area, where mm-hmm. it became really popular. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to drive there, yeah. really, to go find these little fun resale shops. Yeah. And, um, and then they just started, people started going, you know what? Everybody wants resale. Yes. And I can sell from this level of price to high end stuff mm-hmm. and I'll have all kind of customers and you have really taken it to a different level because you actually sell online yes. as well yes. and I love that I get your little pop up messages yes. saying what's new in the store Yeah, that's crazy well that's honestly let's face it we're all so busy I mean I'm not ah, well, I see your post too but I like your post <laughs> but you know what surprisingly it's true I have wonderful customers you know and not all Honestly, not everyone likes to shop. We have ladies. What we what what I think you're talking about is our our Facebook post um, and our Facebook lives. What we'll do is we're basically showing you what's in the store. So people are busy. If you're now with the summer coming out, moms don't have time, um, and ladies are working to come in all the time and browse. So we're just basically bringing it to you. We're showing you what comes in new, even from clothing to handbags. And I have ladies who literally will tell me, "I love shopping from the couch," and they will come in and just pick it up, or we'll mail it to them because it's so much easier for life so we whatever we can do to make it easy it's so much fun yeah it's crazy well do you have hang-ups in terms of what What do you mean oh i'm like no (laughs) head to brooks boutique for some great stuff you can actually hang up in your closet Ah, (laughs) we're back with cecile reynolds from brooks boutique thank you yeah fabulous okay cecile so you brought some items with you today and they are gorgeous thank you thank you um okay so tell us a little bit about these two bags oh my god that you brought oh they're so beautiful okay so this is just like the stuff that we get just you know from our consigners so we don't ever know but like for instance this gorgeous gucci handbag right there and this beautiful tote it's gorgeous it's like brand new honest to god i mean actually there's a tag on it that says it's brand new but this retails twenty eight hundred dollars new so two thousand eight hundred and our price wait for it Fourteen nineteen, so half off one thousand four hundred off of twenty eight hundred, and it's brand new. Unbelievable. I mean, I mean, if pe- seriously, if people have never been to your boutique, this is the kind of things, guys, that she gets in all the time. Yes. I mean, you get real high end stuff, especially the handbags. Yes. People cannot go anywhere, and these are not knockoffs. No. These are Authentic, the designer real. We have a hundred percent money back guarantee, but I'm hoping that's why we have such great success with our ladies that buy it off of us online and Facebook without you know having to see it in person is because they know we're backing it there's an actual person me <laughs> backing it up so something like this is amazing and this you know these handbags go up in prices so they will retail will the value will stay you will be able to use them for the rest of your life and pass them down to your daughters it's amazing so that's why we're so you know like known for the handbags that's really it yeah so and i was going to ask you <clears throat> it seems on your facebook post handbags wallets things like designer yes. things like like that you're you're very popular for yeah absolutely um, is it now you have two different stores is that correct yes Pearland and Missouri City Missouri City okay so what are the hours for both of those we're open every day so Monday to Saturday 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sundays 12 to 5 but we do a lot honestly 
even though we have those locations, we do a lot in just the way we work now. Um, from all over, like we're mailing things within town because it is Houston so big. We do a lot of in-town mailing, so you don't have to come out or even out of state. So don't let location stop you. Yeah, no, I mean, if you just have to go in and feel something and look at something or want to try something on, go to her boutique's locations. But you can actually, how do people follow you online and get in on your notifications about what is on sale and what has just come in the store? The best place is Facebook. We have two pages. The best one to do I always say is our group page because we'll post new arrivals there first and ladies will grab those before it ever makes it to our regular business page. So that's Brooks Boutique Exclusive Previews. So just search that, Brooks Boutique Exclusive Previews, ask to join. And then the other one is Brooks Boutique Pearland. And it covers both, but that's just the name we had to get in the beginning. So yeah. Brooks Boutique Pearland. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you'll see the goodies and you know what ladies do. Once you see sold, and they, sometimes ladies are like, is that true? It's sold that fast? And it honestly has. I mean, it does. We don't show. They go yeah, quick. I'm not going to tell you it's sold yeah. because I want, I want them to get paid for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to sell to whoever buys it first. So, And so all we have to do is send you an invoice to your email and you can buy it. That is craziness. Yeah. Because that is so easy and it is so exciting. It's addicting. Oh, God. And I tell you, I know people get mad at me all the time. They're like, I've got to like just stop watching you. But but you're, but they can't because the deals are so good. No, it is insane. It's like one of your, it should be a favorite thing. As soon as you open your computer, there's Brooks Boutique right there. What's what's hot on the Oh, they do. They site. come in. They come in and they're like, um, can you make sure that my notifications are set to see all your stuff? And I'm like, let me see your phone. I'll help you. That is is really awesome. <clears throat> okay, so if I'm reset, if I'm a newbie to to resell shops, yes. when I walk on in your store, what do I need to be looking for, really? Well, if you're like me, I like it, and this is how I've set up the boutiques. Because me, I love that it's resale, but I don't necessarily want it to feel like I'm thrift shopping or I'm in those vintage shops from back in the '90s that I remember too. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to feel like you're in any other boutique. So for me, I like to make sure it looks organized, it looks pretty, it smells good. And the clothes are the things I would buy. So that's what I start with first. Is it the brands I love? And a lot of times, because sometimes different consignment shops cater to, you know, your your um, older ladies, your younger girls. We do a pretty big range of like, you know, 20s to and up. So we're not really your young, your tween type of shop. So look for the brands you love. I love White House. I love J. Crew. I love Loft. I love Louis. You know, so those are the things we're stocking it with. So make sure that it's the shop that you that has the stuff you like. Yeah. And <clears throat> looking at the, the post of what you have, your shop could have actually been called I Love Louis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call actually we joke with that we say we're the handbag support group. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you get up at the front of your store and go, "Hi, I'm Cecile." <laughs> yes. And then people joke and they come in and I'm like, well, we really are a support group for ladies because we are all in the same boat. (laughs) Exactly. You might be needing one of those bags to ship out of your house if you keep buying too many. (laughs) We'll help you resell it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay. So if people want to shop with you online only um, because it makes it too hard for them to to get out and they Mm -hmm. work on the weekends a lot of people's schedules just get really busy they have young children how do they shop with you online what's the easiest way the easiest way is you just have to go on Facebook see what you like and send us a Facebook message with what it is and your email address period the end we if it's still available we will send you that invoice straight to your email and we can either have you pick it up once it's paid or we can add shipping and ship it to you 
period, the end. Easy. That's so easy. Yes. Why would anybody not shop with you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you have fabulous things and it's easy. <clears throat> okay, so if there's if there's people out there that have um, either never resell shopped or haven't done it in a while, what are some tips you can give somebody? Yes. Okay, so I, you know, we all have our favorite brands, I think. So we know pretty much price points of those. So I would say when you go in and do shopping, I don't, you know, for one of the best things is not that we have every brand and that's just how the, of the nature of the beast goes. Ladies will bring us their things from all their shopping adventures so you don't have to truck it. You know, surprisingly, and I hear this all the time, many women don't like going to the mall. It's just too much, too overwhelming. Um, but you can come into our boutique and get all the brands. I always say check different sizes. Like, don't just go to your size. Go to ones above and below because all the labels are different in their sizings anyway. So that way you can see what you really like. And then look at the price point. You want? I've been to some um, in and out of town that I'm like, wow, that's really expensive or way more than what we would price for something. So just make sure you kind of know that it's a deal. But with us, I mean, I always think it's me. If I'm not going to pay it, then I don't expect anyone else to either. Yeah. So. And you know what I love about resale shops is that if you're familiar with a with a um, brand yeah. and you know that you wear that and what size you yes. wear and kind of what looks good or what fits, that is easy yes. to go to your shop. Mm-hmm. And just look through certain brands and go, oh my gosh, okay, so I already know I like the quality of this brand, yes. that this this fits me and looks good on me, yep. and you can find things like that. Yes, and that's exactly what happens. That's why it works for us for Facebook Lives on clothing, because besides us describing it, say if it's loose fitting or what have you, you know your brands. And so if I say, for instance, a Chico's brand size two, ladies that wear that size is like, oh, I'll take it. That's my yeah. size. <clears throat> that's so smart, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not that you're trying to promote your own brand and market it that way and people have to come in the store and try it on right they don't have to yes i mean they can do everything online they're familiar with the products and they know you're going to have great stuff exactly i mean it's it does really does not get better than that and this is a great place to christmas shop oh my gosh it's amazing you know surprisingly and maybe not we all have things with tags on it still so a lot of things do come in in that condition that we will always say great for mother's day gift great for graduation gift this is a good one it has tags on it so yeah yeah, you're right. That's amazing. How many shoes do you have? Oh, <laughs> we have tons. We have both designer shoes um, to our regular shoes, you know, that are all under 20. But those are great ones. You know, clothing, shoes, um, designer jewelry, like Kendra Scott's really big right now. We will move a Kendra piece in less than five minutes. I mean, it wow. doesn't take long. <clears throat> yeah, so. that's incredible. Yeah. Um, what kind of items do you take for resale? I mean, do they have to fit in a, a specific category? Yeah, well, the only thing we really say is mall brands and up in terms of label, typically for clothing, shoes, all that stuff, because you don't want, you know, you're not going to fill the boutique with like Target or Old yeah, Navy. Exactly. Um, but mall brand like Ann Taylor Loft, Banana, anything like that. Nothing. It, we don't want the upscale portion to deter anyone from bringing stuff in. It's probably everything in your closet. We just want to make sure you know that it's a nice boutique. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so tell us again, where are your boutiques located? They are physically in Pearland at 8209 Broadway. And then Missouri City is in six at 6212 Highway 6. Okay, that's... That's, those are great locations. Yes, it's, it's great busy shopping centers, um, easy access to. So we try to make that pretty easy as well. Yeah, and, and I wanted to ask you, do you find that there are certain items that sell better on resale? 
I joke. I, I thought about that question, and really, here's my here's my answer. They all sell well because once you walk out of the store, no one knows where you bought it. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, so, it's true, so true. But you have this great feeling, like, look at the deal I got. Yes, I mean, honestly, when I go places, people are like, I love your shirt. I love your shirt. And yes. I not lie when I they're like, where'd you get it? I'm like, I promise you, I got it at the boutique. And <laughs> exactly. it, it might be, you know, it might be a a brand that's at the mall, but that's I didn't pay that price for it. But I get most of my clothes at the boutique. So. No, well, when you walked into the show today. I went, oh my gosh, Brooke, you look so good. Thank you. I know, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a walking advertisement for your shop, which is you always look great. Thank you. Um, and it's just so nice to know that there is a local place that we can either shop online or stop in and get such great prices and get these high-end oh. designer fashions and handbags. Yes. It's really wonderful. Yes, it's like a treasure hunt. That's the fun it, of it. Yeah, it's incredible. Cecile, oh my gosh, it's crazy. <laughs> so this has quick. been so fun with you today um, so everybody go follow Cecile on Brooks Boutique Pearland.com um, yes that is our website Brooks Boutique Pearland.com mm-hmm. Facebook is Brooks Boutique exclusive previews or Brooks Boutique Pearland got it and you're on Facebook and Instagram yes Instagram is Brooks Boutique Collection got it okay you're awesome so <gasps> have a you. great day Thank and you. guys stay tuned for more music and fun right here on VinylDraftRadio.com